0: Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda.
0: And this is day six of season 97. Our first question asks us for uh, a French word that relates to the importance of social manners often associated with Emily Post.
1: Well, it's got to be etiquette then, right? I should think so. That's, you know, I just. I, I saw social manners and thought, okay, yeah, this is etiquette. And then mm-hmm. Emily Post, the title of her book. Yeah. So this has got to be etiquette.
0: Yes. Uh, I, no question that this was uh, about etiquette. If, you know, Emily Post is kind of our uh, guidepost, so to speak, mm-hmm. of uh, of who's associated with it. I mean, you might also say, see, I would have said Judith Martin would be a less nerfed out uh name to cite here because that's miss manners right um and so that might have been a nice little you know f- for those of us who are occasional aficionados of <laughs> uh, etiquette columns um and yeah th- this was definitely uh, kind of a-, a gimme once emily post's name comes into it so yeah. i also put down etiquette
1: and that was correct Question two asks us for the first name of a famed uh, figure in the science fiction world whose last name was Gernsback.
0: Yes, and notes that his uh, first name is likely more widely known, related to laurels or awards, I suppose. Um, And so that made me think uh, right away of the Hugo Awards, which I don't know why I had thought they were associated with someone else and just kind of a spurious brain, you know, circuit there. Perhaps Victor Mm -hmm. Hugo, but possibly even more like um, whoever was the Hugo that that movie was made about, about the first filmmaker. Oh, the Um, Scorsese movie? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. But I I don't know why I thought that. Um, In any case, I didn't know this history, so this is a very today I learned kind of question. Mm. Um, But I thought about the different science fiction awards that I know of. There's also the Nebula Awards, uh, and clearly that's not someone's. First name, although Nebula Gernsback has a certain ring to it. <laughs> that said, I did end up going with Hugo. Uh,
1: yeah, this is. I I had this on the first line of the man credited with the first magazine for science fiction. I oh, said, sure. "Oh, this is going to be about Hugo Gernsback." <laughs> Gernsback, first name. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is Hugo. This is just a thing I learned. Because uh, you're a much bigger nerd than I. Because I am. Yeah. So. Oh
0: hard to believe. (laughs) And that was the correct answer. Question three asks us about the earliest European universities and tells us that there were, you know, starting in 1150 ones in Paris, Oxford, Cambridge, Prague, etc. But notes that the very earliest was established in 1088 and asks us for the Italian city in which it was located.
1: So I knew this was not Rome. I was pretty sure it was not Venice. I I Mm -hmm. thought it was one of the I don't know, I guess kind of second-tier Italian <laughs> cities. Uh, apologies to any uh, Italian, non-Roman, non-Venetian listeners. Um, but I just didn't... I couldn't remember which one. Mm. I was thinking Genoa. I was thinking Florence. It basically just kind of coin flipped between those two. Said, well, all right. Uh, University of Genoa, sure. We'll go with that.
0: Yeah, this is... Uh, one of those ones where I must have been tired enough that I, I haven't had this uh, problem quite as much lately where, um, you know, I look at the questions in the morning and it's basically kind of a category question where I have to think of, like, like if I don't know the answer, I'm trying to think of a set of answers. And in this case, it's name a bunch of Italian cities. Mm-hmm. And that just makes my mind go absolutely white noise static-y um and so after kind of like you figuring well it's not rome because that's too i don't know obvious somehow Mm -hmm. um and i thought about venice i was on the point of putting that down but then i was like no it'll be someplace that's a little less um i don't know a little less high profile like you Mm -hmm. said um and so i ended up going with florence uh chiefly because well I thought about milan and Verano, and i tuscany like i think tuscany is more of a region anyway um but none of those kind of rang a bell or seemed close to the mark i thought florence yeah that's like a center of art and mm-hmm. maybe science i don't know i'm kind of <laughs> you know just vamping here um uh, trying to <laughs> trying to do a back formation kind of rationalization for this mm-hmm. sheer guess. Yep. Um, so, long story short, I put down Florence.
1: Yeah, it was Bologna. Okay, sure. Yeah, I I may have. That's heard right. That this at some question point, is but, yeah. Bologna. I know, how
0: dare they ask me this? Yeah.
1: I may have heard that at some point. I kind of vaguely remember that it was, that it was that. But yeah, I I don't know anything else about. The University of Bologna or whatever it might be called
0: yeah I if I would be surprised if I'd never heard of this before
1: yeah question four asks us for the name of a granite head at the western extremity of England uh, that is also used by a clothing retailer
0: yes and has a remark about a misplaced punctuation mark in there which I suppose is supposed to help us uh, clue clue things in um, but thankfully, it does not say correct spelling required. <laughs> so, um, first, again, Morning Brain had to sort out that by granite head, this question did not mean like an actual granite statue of a head. So, I, and I thought, you know. Doesn't it? Okay. I, I think it just means like a point, like a okay. point of land. Okay. Um, and so, once I kind of figured out, okay, it's. It, it's some kind of geographic term there as opposed to a um statuary or carving or something right. like that i think um and so i thought well again sort of like the category glitch happens where it's like think of a bunch of clothing retailers and so of course the things that come to mind are things like forever 21 and mm-hmm. bloomingdales and it's just like mm-hmm. things that are not you know gonna be what this is um and so i was like well i know a lot of clothing retailers and this is not going to be an obscure one so i certainly let this one sit for a long while and thought you know what would be um just kind of what would make sense as this geographic description it's like the you know kind of the, the western uh end of england and you know, noting that the the word extremity is used instead of end or mm, something like yeah, that is, is yeah. a bit of an implicit clue there. Um, and so finally, it just kind of popped in my head like, oh, is that what land's end is?
1: Mm.
0: And then had to kind of do a little bit of, again, reworking some brain circuits that were mis- miswired um, because... Land's End the clothing company I think is based in Minnesota or at least originally was or something like that and for that reason uh I often would mix it up especially as a kid with Boundary Waters which was the like Dayton Hudson Marshall Fields house clothing brand Um, because Boundary Waters is in Minnesota too I, I don't know if that's really why but they're just sort of mashed together in my head a little bit and so i was like could land's end plausibly be this place in cornwall yeah i guess so it i you know knowing they're based in minnesota i just assumed there was a place in minnesota that was called that or that had some association with it Mm. but i thought no i don't have any reason for thinking that that's just what my brain tried to rationalize out of this you know this name that they've applied to themselves, so once it kind of popped in, though, I was like, "Yeah, I Lands End probably." And the thing about this uh, Lands End the brand is that the apostrophe is after the S, which mm. is a weird place for it to be. And why is there even one at all? Like, just you know, why? Why do you bother? Mm. Um, and so that kind of fit in there with it as well. So. Uh, When I typed in the answer box, I put "lands end" with no punctuation. Sure. So I was just like, I don't want to 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 clutter this up if I'm going to do something that might look weird or incorrect. So, I put down "lands end."
1: I just couldn't grab onto any part of this, and I just I think of clothing retailer and I think of physical stores, mm. uh, and I. Does Lands End have physical stores? I guess maybe it does. They do. I don't know. Okay, I it's just not a thing I think of. Though. Yeah, and so yeah. I was kind of stuck with just a few like basically department stores that I could think of, and it's mm. like well, it's not Sears, and it's mm-hmm. not Macy's, and it's not Bloomingdale's, it's not H and M, Marshalls, what, Marshalls, it could, it could be like yeah, the uh, a point at which they marshaled forces mm-hmm. uh, It could have been some Marshalls. Point or something like that, named after that. And that was really just me trying to talk myself into putting anything in that box. Because <laughs> I just, I, I had a feeling that, okay, as soon as I see it, I'm going to think, oh, right, okay, that makes sense. But it just wasn't happening for me. Oh, I, just, I I just didn't think that, oh, it's, it's going to be something indicating its Western extremity mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I finally just went with Marshalls and fell what, let's go.
0: Yeah. And I, I should say part of my thing was having to, um, tease out like between department store and clothing retailer. Cause I think I did pick up on that implicit clue that it wasn't a department store, which sells a lot of things other than clothing, um, along with clothing. And so I, it was like, it's either one of those mall stores that's directly, um, you know, that's only selling clothing and accessory type things. Like, I was like, it's not Eddie Bauer. Cause that's not a thing in England. It's not, you know, LL Bean, um, that type of thing. I think maybe those kind of got me towards the right path though. Um, but it, it, clearly it, it seems like it might be a place that like i was thinking of places like patagonia and rei too but i was like those are camping gear and equipment too that would have a different descriptor and so it kind of i don't know maybe it kind of got some of the paths going in my brain anyway land's end was the correct answer yep. um and it that was definitely a very slippery question i felt like
1: mm-hmm. uh uh
0: Moving on to question five, which is not that, um, asks us what the uh, the term for um, a specific type of eating disorder that involves consuming non-food items, and that it comes from a Latin term that is, uh, has sort of an interesting, weird definition.
1: Another one I just didn't... I, I thought maybe I would know this once I saw it, but... Mm. I just couldn't grab onto it and thought okay well are magpies corvids maybe corvidalia uh, mm. I just yeah I knew it wasn't it but I had to put something in there and I couldn't even think of a funny answer and I just I mm. I just yeah
0: rough day yeah it was
1: mm. it was I, I I didn't land on this at all
0: mm. okay Um, yeah, I, this is one that I, uh, just did kind of know, um, and partly because this kind of disorder is not unusual in pregnancy. It's a thing where, um, to try to get certain nutrients, if you're pregnant and, you know, making a baby, um, you might eat these non-food items like dirt and clay and stuff like that to, um, get these minerals that you're, your body is craving or whatever. Um, And so this is pika. One of the sticky things about pika is it's both uh, like a typewriter font. And when it's spelled with a K, it's pika, which is a little cute little um, rabbit like animal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think I've seen memes go around that put those three things together to kind of differentiate between um, humorously between those things. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I kind of had known about this, um, knowing that, it, that it was, you know, because of the pregnancy thing, it's kind of an interesting, fun fact and well, weird fact. And so therefore just a, a little bit more, uh, memorable, I guess, but I, yeah, I, I figured this had to be Pika.
1: And it was well done. All right. I, I, I... I think i've heard of that but i didn't if, if you'd asked me what pica is mm-hmm. i don't think i would have been able to define it for you i i i didn't necessarily know that that was a uh a, a, an eating disorder that yeah. was it was called yeah. that I don't, I don't know why i hadn't picked that up anywhere
0: yeah i um now that you say that it's kind of interesting that it's called the disorder it's a thing that people do i'm not sure how disordered it actually is mm. um because i don't know if you get sick from it or if you were to get sick from like you know just bacteria and stuff right. that's in that soil you know, or, stuff you're eating or something like that um or injured because it's you know it's not stuff that's meant to be digested or something like that um so so yeah i don't i don't know i picked this one up exactly but long ago it might have been far back as grad school anyway it was pika
1: reasonable question six asks us for the two teams in the big 10 conference whose players won john wooden awards uh, for being outstanding in basketball
0: so this is my biggest missed opportunity of the day mm. and it's i'm still uh a little annoyed that i sort of kind of talk myself out of it um because it, um, this is not the kind of thing that I pay that much attention to normally. Many years, I would just be like, well, you know, <laughs> throw out my hands and kind of uh, just pick two teams out of the air. Um, and the, it certainly helps, thank goodness, that the Big Ten Conference that both of these <laughs> teams are from. So I could go through all of the 14 teams in the Big Ten Conference yeah. and uh, see what I thought were likely possibilities uh along the way to doing that though i remembered that the uh women's um uh, ncaa tournament had a higher profile this year because there were a couple of superstars Mm -hmm. that ended up in the final together and there was some controversy around some you know pointless nonsense um because of racism so uh i remembered that uh, this the one star player that everybody thought was just going to sort of run the table was from Iowa. Mm. And so I knew that one because, like, it ended up that LSU won the tourney. Mm. And there was a whole thing about Jill Biden was going to invite them both because that was more okay. inclusive or something mm. somehow. And it was a, a real bad call. Um, so that one, I was like, I'm pretty sure about that one. And so then for the men's half, which I did not pay much attention to either, um, I thought, well, I'll go through the names and I could think of all the the fourteen team names good for me. Uh and of course it's not Iowa because I think we're talking about two different team names. I don't recall the men's Iowa team being anything. Um so I started thinking about kind of like what are some of the perennial, you know, powerhouses in the big in the Big Ten. Um And I was pretty sure it wasn't Michigan because that would have been one that I had, I would have heard something about that, I think, um, you know, and it never kind of, as I skimmed the newspaper in my RSS feed, it it didn't uh, ever strike me. So I probably should have listened to that instinct because what I put down was MSU. Um, I had -hmm. thought they had some, some really good players and did pretty well through the tournament. Um. You know, I eliminated some other possibilities, like, I don't think it's Northwestern, I don't think it's Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, like, a lot of these, I'm like, I haven't heard them doing much of anything in basketball for a long time. But as I went through, like, the Indiana teams, I was like, Indiana's always really good. And then there's Purdue. And I don't feel like I've, like, I have a sense that they're pretty good, too. Maybe it was Purdue. Um, And so kind of, you know. Flipped back and forth between MSU and Purdue for a while there uh, and finally thought I should give uh, the favor to the hometown-ish team, um, even if they're not my quote-unquote team, uh, and I should, you know, go with MSU. And so I put down Iowa and MSU. Uh,
1: I don't follow basketball Hmm. to any particular degree. I will read about interesting things that happen in it mm. uh, I will you know pick up on stories that kind of get big and that's about it and I mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I watched a single college basketball game this year mm. uh, so all I had to go on was I saw a tweet I think yesterday that said Michigan had won more Big Ten championships across all sports oh, yeah. in this year uh, than. Uh, any other team in the Big Ten, and it wasn't even close. It was like 13 championships, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the next was like eight or something like that. Right. So I figured, okay, well, one of those might be basketball. I, I didn't remember uh, you know, them doing anything in the uh, in March Madness, either on either the men or the women's side, but I didn't remember them being horrible. So I figured, well, you know, with 13 championships, maybe one of them was a basketball so I'll say Michigan for one of them and the other one, no idea. It's not going to be Michigan again. <laughs> it's it's probably not going to be Michigan State because, you know, having the two in there, that would have been kind of a more notable thing. Like,
0: right, you know, right. what
1: state did they both come from? Ah. Um, so, and it wouldn't have been like one of Michigan's rivals because that would have also kind of probably been in the... Uh, in the question if they were like Mm. if it had been indiana Mm -hmm. and purdue that would have been notable if it had been right michigan and ohio state that would have been notable um but no so i figured well what's another school that's generally good at basketball i think maryland is Mm. in the in the big 10 so maybe uh maybe we'll go with yeah michigan and maryland sure what the hell
0: sadly the answer was the iowa hawkeyes and the purdue boilermakers Uh. Womp
1: womp. Reasonable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was kicking myself a little bit because I, probably I read something, you know, skimmed a mm-hmm. one-off article about Purdue, or that, a headline I should say, not an article about yeah. you know, Purdue winning that or something. You at least had an idea. Yeah. Or at least had an idea that they were good or, or what have you. So, yeah. Boo. I That left me with four on the day. It would have been really nice to... Off a game sport to 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 bump me up in yeah uh, those pulls, but that's all I could muster.
1: Yeah, I had two. Oof,
0: two. Hate those days.
1: Could have gotten, could have maybe gotten to four. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm okay with like because I was never going to get to the basketball. I was probably never going to get to Pika. Okay. Uh, you know, I might have gotten Land's End. I've at least heard of the University of Bologna. So yeah, probably not even that. So, really, I think my ceiling today was three.
0: Oof.
1: Just wasn't gonna happen for me. Ah, some days. Um, yeah. So oh well.
0: That's a drag to start the week. Yeah. But it's it'll get better from here, is what that tells <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah,
1: thanks for saying that. <laughs> Dooming me for the entire week. But all right.
0: Regression to the mean is a thing. Oof. <laughs> well, on that a delightful note. <laughs> That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post game analysis and remember don't forfeit, don't cheat.